0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: Can you do that one more time? Sorry. You cut off right at the beginning.
0: I don't like to be told what to do. You're listening to The Nobody's Podcast. This week, we have a jam-packed episode full of unnecessary segments that Bryce insists on doing.
1: That's right, and Annie's gonna love every minute of it because we've got fan favorites like "Bachelor in Paragraph," "The Nobody's Play Politics," and "The Nobody's Nose Around," plus a brand spanking new segment called "Peloton in 60 Seconds." Stay tuned! All right, we're recording you start.
0: Okay, first of all, do not tell me what to do.
1: Walked right into that one.
0: All right. Hey, guys, I'm Annie.
1: And I'm Bryce.
0: And we are The Nobodies, experts on nothing,
1: opinions on everything.
0: Hey, guys, welcome back to another episode of The Nobodies.
1: Hey, guys. Annie, we have a lot to do tonight, so maybe we should just get right to it. Okay. <laughs> oh, you. I thought you were going to you I mean,
0: about that? I <laughs> about have a lot segments. to say. I have a lot to say about all the segments. And so it probably is best if we just jump right in.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you have so much to say that I don't want to hear. So, um, yeah. why don't we, let's just start with our peaks and valleys. How is your, how has your week been?
0: Um, it's been kind of a weird week. Um, I had like a migraine to start the week, which always throws me off. And so the whole work week just kind of like felt weird. Um, That's probably just like my Valley. It's just been a weird week all around my peak of the week. Gosh. (laughs) Um, I've had like a really good week of workouts.
1: Nice. Have you worked out every day?
0: So far, yes, but I'm taking a rest day today because I've been told like my body will rebel if I don't start taking rest days.
1: <laughs> I know I really yeah. hate I really hate rest days. I like it makes me so mad, but it's so true. I hate Oh, it's so days.
0: necessary. It's so necessary and I'm like exhausted today and so it's a good thing that it's falling today, but
1: we also always talk about being tired and it's like, we work out every day. No shit. We're tired. <laughs>
0: like, Well, in the last week, like I, in my workouts, I've burned like over a thousand calories almost every day. That's
1: unbelievable.
0: And so, I mean, which don't get me wrong. Like that's my goal and that's what I'm trying to do. But it also, you realize, okay, that was like way harder than it needed to be. And my body is shutting down.
1: Yes, for sure. For sure. So. Well, that's- well, that's i mean it sounds like that's that's gotta be project- that's gotta be nice to have good workouts I mean that's a really good feeling,
0: oh yeah, I mean it's been a really productive week, just a weird week like mentally like normally, I don't succumb to like the pressures of stress in general very often, and you, know, you
1: fight stress, you fight stress like yeah, you're a like I'm, like like I'm I'm warrior. Really good.
0: Dealing with stress. And this week I've been horrendous at it. So it's just kind of like wearing me down.
1: What did, but, you me, what did you text me the other day? You said, I'm in a weird mood. It's like, and what did you
0: say? I said, I'm like super irritated, but also really happy. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> what? But that's If anyone wants to ever understand what it feels like to be a girl, like hormonally, that's it. Because, like, I was equally in a good mood as I was irritated.
1: That is that is irritating.
0: It's just, like, the one... Well, it's, it's when because of mad. the fact
1: that you could otherwise be happy.
0: Right. It's or, bad. like, because you don't know what you're irritated at. Yeah. Like, that's just the most frustrating thing.
1: Exactly.
0: But anyway, tomorrow's a new day, and I'm sure it'll be great.
1: <laughs> tomorrow is a new day. Let's just keep looking towards tomorrow. Um,
0: yeah.
1: So, my peak and valley run together this week um, and that it's that, I'm sorry, I need to turn off my email. I feel uh, like
0: this happens every week. It
1: does. Well, last time I feel like somebody called me, like, why are you calling Mm me? All right. My Peak and Valley kind of run together this week um, and that they are, that I left Nebraska and came back to LA again after a, after a very, baker's dozen of weeks, uh, <laughs> like so many yeah. weeks. Yeah,
0: it was like eight weeks oh, like, this last time. Yeah, it was right? eight weeks this yeah. time. It was
1: actually longer in the summer though, which I, it's kind of surprising. Well, I was kind of told, I was told by my uncle a pulmonologist not to go back to LA if I didn't need to, but I was also not going to change my Peloton delivery a second Correct. day later. So I kind of waited until then, I thought, all right, I'll I'll hold off since LA is the epicenter of COVID at the moment. Uh, if, yeah. if if you haven't noticed, but um the weirdest, like it was much weirder coming back this time, um, mostly because I think of the weather, you know, going from 30 mm-hmm. degrees to 80 degrees is incredibly offensive in the first place. And in the uh, best
0: way possible, though, right? Well,
1: in the best way too, yeah. But it was just weird. It was like, whoa. And then it also sort of feels like I would never left. I mean, it was, or I was gone for like a weekend, and now I'm back in my apartment, and nothing ever changed. And it, now we're back to normal, and it's all good. But I actually really, I mean, as much as I loved being in my parents' house and being with my family, um, being in Nebraska was much more isolated. I'm sure you can relate from the from the time that you were there. It felt a lot more isolated. Like you couldn't. I mean, because of COVID, not only that, but I just felt like I didn't see anybody. Uh, normally, that I would be, I would be seeing friends, and I would be doing doing things um but because of this i was like i can't do anything so i really just saw my family which was amazing but it felt very isolated and i really say, i really wanted to come back here um not not because i didn't enjoy being there but just because it was i felt like it was time whereas before i was like yeah i should probably go back i was sort of indifferent by it this mm-hmm. time i was like okay it's time to like get to scootin so um, there
0: is that time, like I know what you're referring to, because I love going home. But there is a time when you're just kind of like, okay, I need to get back into my routine. Yeah, you said that to me. Bed. Yeah,
1: you say that to me. You're like, I think you really need to get back into. You know, I feel like you're probably missing that. Well, the worst. Okay, so the worst part about leaving um, was when I explained to my two-year-old nephew and godson Porter that I was going to be you know, going on a plane and Porter is obsessed with planes and cars and basically anything that has to do with transportation. And so he was like very interested in the fact that I was getting on a plane and I was telling him where I was going and under, trying to make him understand that like, you know, Bricey, he calls me Bricey or Dicey. He really he calls me Dicey. That's Uncle honestly
0: nice. like a super accurate.
1: Yeah, Uncle Dicey, very Dicey. Dicey's very <laughs> Dicey. Um, and then my new catchphrase is "You've been diced." You know. Okay,
0: we'll work
1: on that. All right, we'll work on that. Um, but uh, he so apparently after I left, I left in the evening and after I left, he was like standing, he was like sitting by their window and he was looking up at it outside the window, seeing, seeing all the planes. And he'd be like, plane, Bricey, plane. Oh. And so then, yeah, no, it gets worse. And then, oh, no. and then he's like, as he, and he's saying this and he's like, Bricey, plane. Cause I was saying like, I'm going on a plane, whatever. And I'm going to Bricey's house. Cause that was okay. another thing. I wanted to explain to him that I'm not just like getting on a plane and going nowhere.
0: Um, right.
1: And so then as he's like looking at the planes, he goes, he was like, Brycey, miss you. Brycey.
0: Oh my god. And like in that
1: dude's voice. And I'm telling you, nobody needs to see a grown man crying on an aircraft. I'm telling you, and my sister very calculatedly sent this to me and manipulative manipulatively sent this to me in order to make me feel bad about leaving because she was like, Don't go change your flight. Like
0: yeah, they just all wanted you to stay in Nebraska. Yeah, and
1: so they do that and make me feel like the worst human being in the whole world. Like, I wanted to But you
0: to are not. also, but, like, you're allowed to have a life.
1: Yeah, well, that's what I kept saying to my family, not Porter, but, um, yeah. <laughs> but like, I mean, I, should, I probably should have told him that, too. But I was just saying, I was like, everybody has their lives here. Like, it's time for me to get back to mine, you know? I mean, yeah. I, think it was, I think, you know, after the holidays, you get, you too, I know, get very like galvanized in the new year. And it's like a new year and we're going to make this the best thing. We're going to make this the yeah. best we can. And that's kind of how you feel. And then when you're not like, when you haven't, when you have all these grandiose plans and then you can't get back, you're not like where you need to be. You're not in a routine. To do that.
0: Right. It's like you need, you need, you can't start those plans when you're not like in your own no. space. It's just yeah. like,
1: you can try. And I think that I made a lot of progress because I always, you, you and I have talked about this. Like we equate home to like, just like letting loose, like eat whatever you yes. want, drink whatever you want, do, do as much as you can, like gluttony all over the place. But this was a little different. And it's like, I, I did feel like I made a lot of strides of like, okay. Cause I've been doing the challenge. I haven't been perfect, but I was do- in Nebraska, I was doing it and I wasn't perfect. I'm now very perfect. Now I've been an insane person, but we'll get to yeah. that. But I'm saying that with the, with, with the progress before it's like, I did, I did like, you know I, I cut out a lot of things and I was able to eat a little bit better but it's still not the same. So anyway, that was the long way of getting there. But I yeah. wanted to know while we're on the subject how is the challenge going for you? How is it nobody's challenge? And maybe um, remind everybody what it is.
0: So the nobody's challenge is just our kind of 30 day, well, the month of January reset. So it's no alcohol, no gluten, no dairy, five workouts a week, one cheat meal a week. Um I was completely off the rails over the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um we went to this soul food place down in like what is it? It's Little Ethiopia. So down in, like, the Fairfax area, it's on Fairfax, God. Bryce, this food is so unbelievable. Mm. Um, so we went there on Saturday, and I actually controlled myself pretty well, but I did try some bites of, like, their mac and cheese, and I tried a bite of oxtail. You have to. Like, I mean, one bite's not going to kill me. So I did that. That's I drank this, like, sugary drink that I'm pretty sure gave me diabetes. Um, (laughs) It was so delicious, but so sugary. And it just, it actually just the sugar in the drink just sucked all of the water out of my body. And I was instantly dehydrated. Um, But that was really good. It was just like, just tea and I went and it was delicious. Then Sunday, the Browns played in the playoffs and we were at my brother's. And I'm trying to think. I don't think I was that bad food-wise that day. I had like Chipotle, but um drank a lot. Yeah. So
1: I mean you need to. <sighs> your your brother-in-law was in the playoffs in the second weekend or the second week in a row. Like
0: yeah. that is
1: that is completely acceptable. And like I mean, I think that again, this challenge for everyone is just like to be held more accountable. Like I'm not, I have not been perfect. I certainly, but I have made huge, massive strides from where I was like over the holidays or when when I got to Nebraska or whatever. Like, I mean, it is, it's massive. So I think that's all you can do. And you, you know, I think that we just need to keep, and just to stay on it, like you got back on the, you got back on and you were back on Monday and you were like doing.
0: Oh yeah. I've been totally fine this week. It was just over the weekend. I was a complete monster. (laughs) I love it. But no, it was good. And it sometimes like I think you have to go off the rails a little to like remember what your purpose is. Yeah. <laughs> and so and I worked out really hard both of those days. You know, it's it's about balance, and that's what I'm trying to teach myself. That's
1: what you gotta do. That's all you yeah. gotta do.
0: Yeah. Um
1: all right, now it's time for wait that- wait, wait,
0: wait. Olipop. Let me tell you oh Ollipop.
1: yes, I'm sorry, yes. So
0: I asked Angie about it. Angie, for those listeners that don't know, is our registered dietitian. Um yes, she is Yes, Um, she's at elite nutrition on Instagram. Um, But no, I asked her about it and she said like it would be really good for like if you have a soda craving, Um, you don't want to drink them all the time because there is synthetic fiber in there. Um, But she said basically it's a LaCroix with stevia and fiber. So she's like, it's not going to be the worst thing that you can drink. It's far and away better than any soda. But it's not so that. it's just not something you want to drink every day. Like right. people, it can cause, it can mess with your, she said the synthetic fiber and it can mess with your uh, like gut biome. Mm. And so she was like, but if you wanted to have that when you have like a soda craving it'd be perfect. Great. But I, I have a soda craving like once a month. I, mean, one, yeah, I don't
1: month. ever like, have soda cravings. No, either. it's,
0: it's usually only when I'm having a cheat meal, honestly. and like, I need some carbonation. Mhm. But anyway, that's just if people are struggling with like cutting out soda and things like that, that might be an option. For yeah,
1: you. and Olipop is is an alternative to soda, which is like a low calorie, not I mean it's ze- I think it's zero calorie, but it does have carbs and sugar and
0: yeah, uh, but it's natural, it's natural.
1: mostly yeah. natural stuff. Olipop is. There are other there are other brands cool. out there that aren't natural, but if you're so if you're gonna if you want to cheat. Or if you want to like get that craving, then do Olipop over other again. Yeah. We're not we're not nutritionists, but no.
0: What not we we're heard. not even close. That's how we asked our expert. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. Now it's time for Bachelor and Paragraph, the segment where Annie and I give our uninterrupted opinions about the bachelor in just four sentences. Annie, will you start the ceremony?
0: As long as you never say that again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, First of all, I cannot believe that this is only week three. I fast forwarded the entire group date because I had so much secondhand embarrassment and I did not need to put myself through that. Some of the girls are starting to crack under pressure and Sarah apparently completely forgot what show, what show she signed up for. Also, why are there still so many women left and can we please just fast forward to hometowns?
1: I was grateful for the fact that Chris Harrison's presence was virtually non-existent in this episode. That being said, he still had too much screen time, in my humble opinion, especially because they spent his said screen time promoting his seemingly atrocious book. I don't mind Chris Harrison as a host or as a person. I just think his job is fully pointless. Por Hemplo, as they would say in Spanish. At the rose ceremony, why does he have to come out and tell everyone that this is the final rose of the night? We're all watching the show. We can all see that it's the final rose of the night. Even the people watching it with closed captioning notes, the final rose of the night. So go back to playing golf or decorating charcuterie boards or penning softcore pornography or whatever you do in your spare time because your presence is not needed on this show. And this has been Bachelor in Paragraph.
0: I never knew that you were such a Chris Harrison hater. <laughs> I'm, not. Uh, I'm not. You just dedicated four sentences to hating on Chris Harrison.
1: All right, now, much to Annie's delight, I'd like to introduce yet another new segment called Peloton in 60 Seconds. Get it? Like the name of that awesome Nicolas Cage Angelina Jolie action thriller, Gone in 60 Seconds. Oh, because, okay. I actually
0: yeah, did. Need an Peloton.
1: For that. It, you have to really hit the ton. Peloton yeah. in 60 Seconds.
0: Good thing I'll never say this.
1: <laughs> because we're not sponsored as the official Peloton podcast, which is a travesty, by the by. It is. Um, and in hopes of not becoming too insufferable at as at-home cyclists, this segment involves me starting a timer on my phone and us discussing all things Peloton for just 1 minute. Are you ready?
0: <laughs> I like this actually.
1: Oh, I'm glad. Okay, are you ready? Set on your mark, get set, go.
0: Well, you go first because you got your bike.
1: Okay, so I got my bike and I'm obsessed with it. I got on it the second I the second I got it, I started doing it and I've become like a Peloton, you know, guru. I am I I've drank all the Kool-Aid. Peloton, just tell me what to do. Um, I did I PR'd today. I I got
0: I I okay. First of all, I saw because you posted it on Instagram. Yes. And you beat my PR by like 50. What? What is your, what was it? 546?
1: Something like that. Okay, wait, Mine, we, only think- have 30, we only have 20 seconds. So enough about me. Go ahead.
0: Oh, no. I mean, I was starting to talk about me. You oh, sorry. Go ahead. Um, we'll no, I mean, five I, I think mine's 508 is my 45 minute PR.
1: Oh my God. So you, were you were hauling. I was hauling. It. I use a lot of resistance though. Because otherwise I don't feel like it's worth it. Well, you know. I mean,
0: so do I, but.
1: All right, that's a minute. Okay, <laughs>
0: that cool. Now we that was, that goes really fast. Maybe next time we'll have some more substance.
1: Hopefully, but I mean, who cares? This is what we need to do. We're like, I mean, that's not true. everybody I like how I, I like
0: how don't know how why all these have... are so
1: timed and stuff. Like, I don't know why.
0: That's what I was going to say. I love that like all the segments where my, like maybe people will care and maybe they won't. We like cut it down as much as possible. <laughs> We
1: wanna be we wanna be broad, broad strokes. We're the nobodies. We need to cast a wide net.
0: That's true. Just latch onto anyone we can. <laughs>
1: yeah. All right. Speaking of Peloton, this is something we can actually get into. But speaking of Peloton, it's now time for the nobodies play politics where we discuss what's going on in the political realm. In these past few weeks, we've had more than a couple of humdingers. I'm sure, you love that word. Um, this week is the inauguration edition. As you all know, we swore in a new, very real, very legitimate president on Wednesday. So (laughs) let's get started with talking about Joe Biden's Peloton because uh, it's potentially causing threats to national cybersecurity. Annie, how do you feel about this?
0: Um, I heard this actually. I read an article about it, which I know probably shocks you. Um,
1: <laughs> no, I'm not shocked at all about you reading anything anymore. <laughs> you like read. You could like read. I would. I would not be surprised if you read the Bible in like a night and knew every <laughs> word of it. Like I would not be surprised anymore.
0: Touche. Um, no. So when I first saw the headline where it was like causing like Joe Biden's pelotons causing issues, I was kind of like, this is so stupid. Why wouldn't they like there's got to be a gym in the White House? Like, why couldn't they just put yeah. it in there? And then when I read in the article that it's like a possible cybersecurity threat, I was like, one, there's a camera on it. Yeah. So, I mean, it kind of made me a little bit like anyone could hack into a Peloton and yeah. like you through your camera. So it actually kind of made me like feel odd about my own.
1: Yeah. Just um, to ride topless.
0: Yeah. First of all, that would cause such injuries to me and anyone around me. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that would be catastrophic. Um, But no, so I it is interesting. There's got to be a way around it.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. It reminds me of when I remember this happened to Barack Obama when he wanted to bring his Blackberry um, into the White House. And they had to just like recalibrate it or, you know, do something that was that allowed him to take off the measures. I mean, they can, they could make him a custom screen that he right, just, exactly. feeds in, that just feeds in classes that have already, he's not going to be able to take a live class maybe. And he may not have a camera on his bike or anything. Right. I mean, there's gotta be a way around it. We're in yeah. 2021. Like the technology is. Well,
0: amazing. just hire someone that would normally hack it and have them do it. So then they can create a program so that it's not.
1: Well, I was going to say the Honors would say uh, would say his Peloton was gifted by the Chinese in order to spy on the White House, which is hilarious because none of them really seemed to care or raised half a stink when, you know, Russia directly attacked our cybersecurity.
0: Right, exactly. <laughs> so, um,
1: all right. Well, moving on to a new day in America when President Biden and Madam Vice President Kamala D. Harris were sworn into office. Um, goodbye, Mango Mussolini. Annie... How did you feel when uh, you saw a the first woman VP woman of color VP get sworn in?
0: Um I feel like it was very surreal actually. Mm-hmm. Um, more so in the sense of I can't believe it's taken this long. and it took a second for like my brain to register that it actually is happening. yeah. Like that would like to to be watching it and be like, oh my God, there's actually never been someone like her that's done this. Yeah, Um, It just, it took a second for like kind of my brain to catch up to like what was happening. But I've seen so many cool videos on Instagram of like little girls and, you know, uh, like watching her and kind of that realization of like, oh my God, if she can do it, I can do it. I think it's just so cool.
1: That is so cool. And just to also, I mean, to also be like the week of Martin Luther King's birthday. Like I think it was just a yeah. really, I mean, that was really cool. Like two days after that was, was pretty surreal as well, but it was just a beautiful day. I mean, I feel like yeah, I, I wanted can,
0: to read, I want, sorry, I don't mean to, interrupt oh, no, you, but I wanted to read, but I, po- I posted this on Instagram. Um, and it kind of, <clears throat> I read it to T the other night and I told, I was like, this just gives me chills. Um, it says, when Black women gained the right to vote in 1965, Kamala Harris was only nine months old. Today she became our vice president. Like, That's... the the fact that our parents were five years old before Black women were allowed to vote is mind boggling.
1: Unbelievable.
0: Like, people and to kind of go into the theme, and I promise I won't, like, go off on this too much, but, um, Please go like, off. to go into the theme with Martin Luther King, like, the media for so long has put all the pictures from the civil rights movement in the sixties and made them black and white to trick your brain into believing that it happened longer ago than it did. And I think we all kind of need like, you know, anyone our age or younger needs that, I guess, mentality check to realize like, this is not that long ago. Like this Mm. happened in our parents' generation. And we're yeah. still fighting the same exact battle. But to realize that someone did not have the fundamental right of voting.
1: That is, that is like, pretty crazy. And going, going to Martin Luther King, just piggybacking off mm-hmm. your point, we had on the Kelly Clarkson show, we had Martin Luther King's granddaughter,
0: mm-hmm.
1: one generation, granddaughter, who is 12 years old on the show. His granddaughter is only 12 years old. That is insane to me. Oh. Like, well, it's not. I, I,
0: mean, I was like,
1: "Oh, it's got to be her. It's mm-hmm. got, it's got to be his great granddaughter, right?" Like, no, it's his granddaughter. It's just crazy to me.
0: I mean, he would have. I mean, he'd be ninety two this year.
1: Yeah, they put up. A, they put up another person too that was ninety two. That would have been ninety two. They were in like Anne the Frank. Thing. Anne Frank. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Did Kelsey post that? I think she did.
0: Oh, I saw it from a lot of people, yeah. but I've seen that in in the years past too. But he'd be ninety two this year, so to have a grandchild at eighty is old anyway.
1: Yeah, that's true. Like that,
0: you know what I'm saying? Like that, she is very young, but his is old. like his daughter is not very old.
1: Yeah. So yeah. that so is wild. It's, it's pretty. It's pretty crazy. I guess that it, putting that in perspective is a little bit better. But I just, I just feel like I can sleep now knowing that someone is at least attempting to take care of the pandemic and listening to science and listening to experts and not pretending like they're the most smartest person in the room and at least trying to unify our divisions. I mean, I was actually surprised mostly about people, you know, from the Midwest that are usually quiet on social media that were very much happy about this, about Biden being you know, being sworn in like they I think people had been silent for a long time. And then finally, when it happened, they felt like, okay, I'm able to do this because it's actually happening. You know, it was kind of. I think also
0: the insurrection that happened, I think, drove a lot of people. Yeah, I think a lot of people. (laughs) (laughs) um, Or even ones that were like, oh, well, I voted for him because he's Republican. Even those people, I think, looked at what happened at the Capitol and was like, oh, we cannot
1: stand by this man
0: anymore. Unless you're a member of his cult, by which, you know, at this point, you're probably being arrested.
1: I mean, people that I know on Facebook uh, (laughs) thought that that was caused by Black Lives Matter. So, uh, I mean, it just shows how out of touch people are. Um, I hope that's something that just, I mean, just misinformation in general needs to be taken care of. Yeah. I mean, we do enough of that. (laughs) Like, already, it's like... I know people lie all the time. Look at everyone's Instagram feed. Not everyone's always on vacation. Not everyone's having the best life ever. But that's what they put right. on social media. It's like we are lie. We just lie all the
0: time yeah. anyway. Exactly. Like, you I especially, never,
1: especially me. <laughs> I mean, I am not nearly like. Gosh, I mean, all my all of my photos are photoshopped.
0: <laughs> we know.
1: Um, also, we tell- I. I was, uh, I you'll love this too. I mean, I know you know. As we've mentioned, like you were like, put your phone down. You tell me that. Oh my god, a lot yeah. politics! But I was having a day on Twitter yesterday. Like I was just so excited and okay. I, the, <laughs> wait, I'm I, mean, I
0: also, said, yeah. T- Tammy
1: Laren. Tammy Laren, I was I was flirting with my future ex-wife. All right, that's that that was
0: actually really funny. I'll give you that.
1: Uh, Tommy Lawrence said that she thought that journalists were going to have a nice vacation. Um, now that, now that, uh, Biden's down in the office But like goodbye to tough questions. And I said something along the lines of, it will be a nice vacation not to have to ask the commander in chief why he encouraged a mob of insurrectionists to overthrow the government. <laughs> Um, And it really, I mean, I feel like a somebody, because it got a lot of likes on Twitter. So I was, I was like, how many? Like over 300.
0: Well done, nobody.
1: Thank you. Nobody here. Nobody, nobody.
0: That was really funny. And normally I don't tell you when you're being funny because it makes you go too big. And I did. (laughs) And I did tell you yesterday that what you said. was.
1: You were like, okay, this is good.
0: Yeah. (laughs) That, yeah, was a gr- actually, that
1: was a really, that was a really big, like, I can't tell you how, like I felt like the Grinch, like my heart grew three sizes. That day. Because that, and My ego. Yeah, made too.
0: Me, it made me chuckle out loud, which doesn't happen with things that you do very often. So. No,
1: it's mostly I had just to tell horrifying. You. It's mostly horrifying. Um, sure. Do you have any, do you have any other thoughts on, um, any final thoughts on the, the politics?
0: No, other than I just feel very hopeful. Yeah. And I know I like people have said this before and I'm sure we've said this before. The work is like just now starting, but at least we have something to look forward to.
1: Agreed. Yeah. And I mean, hopefully we, hopefully we can just get rid of this segment,
0: you know, like yes, I would love that actually. I mean, we don't need, we
1: don't, I mean, I, I really, again, I've said this a million times and I love that we talk about politics and I love that we, you know, are in the, in the know and stuff. But at the same time, it's so much more enjoyable just to like not talk about them when things happen.
0: like. I, I mean, know. We'll I, not be like horrified by something that the, like that the leader of the free world has done every week. It's yeah. going to be like such a blessing.
1: I read the New York times briefing that I, I read every morning and I read every night. And it was like, this is so boring. Like it's so boring. Cause it's just you- nothing. Nutty- Not outrageous or anything.
0: You should, that should be your new New news. I know. I know. Stop doing that.
1: No, that is like, I'm not, that's how I feel informed. That's how I like get my news. I'm not going to get it on Twitter. I mean, I guess I do, but.
0: Yeah. No, you have it going on every screen close to you at all times. (laughs)
1: I was like, you should read some of the unhinged tweets I was doing yesterday. It wasn't bad stuff. It was it was exciting stuff. It wasn't yeah. like I was berating. That was the only thing that I did that was kind of silly with with my my future ex wife with Tammy, and um,
0: I. <laughs> yeah. But
1: I mean, it was mostly just excitement about like following them on Twitter. And um, did I you did- see
0: that? Did you see that Biden follows eleven people on Twitter? It's Yes, all of his like aides, and then Chrissy
1: Teigen. That was hysterical. I think did I said I I it was a comments by celebs on Instagram, and it said Chrissy Teigen was like, "Yo, <laughs> I've been blocked by the president for four years. Yes, back.
0: <laughs> I know, and he did
1: he followed her back, which is
0: amazing.
1: I was I was, I was uh, speculating on how. how Fast, the rumor mill would start after, uh, with Lady Gaga and the Marine who walked her down the steps, like when they would be dating. Uh,
0: was there sexual tension there?
1: There was definitely sexual tension when she came down looking like Katniss Everdeen. Yes.
0: Okay, the meme on Instagram that said like um, Lady Gaga celebrating her Hunger Games victory. <laughs> I was. <would laughs> I didn't even know that. That's amazing. I'll find it and send it to you. I showed it to T last night, and we were cracking up.
1: So Billy Eigner, it was so funny. He he tweeted he tweeted about J Lo. He goes, "Quote and now let us all please get loud." <laughs> I don't know why that made me. I don't know why. Her performance just
0: mad. completely threw me off. She looks amazing though.
1: Who? J Lo. Oh yeah, she looks she looks yeah she looks incredible. But it was no, but there I'm saying the, like
0: that. That ending to her performance like completely threw me off.
1: Oh yes, that was a little weird. I also tweeted out. I wonder if Mike Pence is starstruck at all the A-listers he's seeing today, considering the closest he's ever gotten to a celebrity is Kid Rock. <laughs> <laughs> stupid, stupid.
0: That's stupid. actually really funny. Oh, I will God. give I will give him credit for showing up.
1: Yeah, I know. I I agree. I think I thought that was very admirable. And I also still, I also tweeted this. I just still can't believe that, well, Hillary Clinton was there. That seems obvious, Mm -hmm. but Hillary Clinton was also there four years ago when she lost the popular vote. Like how did she sit through that shit?
0: You mean when she won the popular vote?
1: (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. When she won the popular vote. I I don't know. Like she's such a resilient badass. Like she really is.
0: Yeah. She, she's also, Yeah. Crazy. She's also probably just so thrilled to see him gone too,
1: though. In a different time, the media could have painted her to be this evil. I mean, they already do paint her as that, but like yeah. they can paint her to be like this vindictive woman who doesn't want to see any other woman, like is right. unsupportive of other women doing this. She's been very supportive of everybody, everything that I've ever seen of her with Kamala, with anyone, with any other woman who's who's gained. Well, I think that's why the they
0: couldn't her. say those things.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Likely, well, I mean, yeah. again, but they still paint her as, as like evil. But I think it's great that she isn't like that one, and that she doesn't allow them, like you said, to do that. So that's yeah, cool.
0: have I told you about the time in Starbucks? No. When I, <laughs> I don't know. This is so stupid, but I walked into Starbucks. It was like right after we moved to LA, and I was um, dressed up for work, and I walked in. <laughs> And this guy, it was like a big Starbucks. Like it had been put in, in like an old bank location. This is down in uh, Redondo Beach. Okay. And so it's probably like 30 yards from where you walk in to where you like pick up your coffee. Like it's huge. Okay. And I I walk in dressed for work and this old guy (laughs) all the way down picking up his coffee goes, oh my God. Has and, and he's talking to me. I like turn and I'm like, what? And I like look back at him and I was like, me? And he goes, Has anyone ever told you that you look like a young Hillary Clinton? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, um, no. <laughs> Did so you then,
1: immediately Google her?
0: Yes, I was just gonna Google her so I can show you. It's like actually, like I.
1: No, I, I can, can see, it. see it. I watched the Hillary documentary. I can see it yeah. a little bit
0: it just caught me so off guard because it was when she was like, this would have been probably right around 2016.
1: I, I can see it like at a glance. It wouldn't be I like,
0: think it's I think it's the face shape. Yes. That's, agree. that's it. Yeah. But anyway, it was just, I'll never forget that moment because I just remember being like,
1: what a great compliment. Seriously.
0: I mean, yes, but at the time, like she's known for having such bad haircuts.
1: I know, but that's, like, when she's an old woman.
0: No, I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that was, like, my only reference point. And so <laughs> I was just kind of, like – Oh, I
1: must have a horrible haircut.
0: I was like, thanks a lot, dude. <laughs> like, but, no, I mean, obviously, like, what – And I know that I was dressed up and, like, work stuff. So I'm sure yeah. that didn't – that made a it's difference, too. But he, anyway. Like,
1: it, almost, it was almost as if he thought you were Hillary Clinton. Like, by the way.
0: His, his reaction <laughs> – his reaction, he thought he had gone back in time. <laughs>
1: Crazy. Oh my God. All right. And now, oh, and now for our final segment in a show of segments, we come to the latest installment of The Nobodies Knows Around, an investigative segment in which these nobodies play gumshoe detectives as we take a deep dive into a complicated subject. Annie, you can sit back, relax for a second. Um, Thank you. This installment revolves around actor Army Hammer of the social network and call me by your name and his alleged cannibalism. <clears throat> I like to preface this by saying that what I'm about to relay is graphic, so try not to throw up, Annie. And also, or-
0: if you have kids in the car, maybe skip.
1: Yeah, maybe just take a maybe just listen later in your in your bathtub. Um, this information was taken from. Our-
0: <laughs> what was I didn't that like crazy? that. I didn't like the in the bathtub part. I didn't like that.
1: <laughs> All right, this information was taken from articles by the Daily Mail and Variety. <clears throat> Army Hammer's ex girlfriend, model Paige Lorenz, hope that's right, has claimed the actor was 100% serious about figuring out a way to remove her ribs so he could eat them. Yes, I said eat them. She claims Army brought up the subject of cannibalism multiple times while they were dating from October to December in 2020. Quote, he said he wanted to find a doctor that would remove my ribs, Paige told Star Magazine. She added, He was telling me you can remove the bottom ribs so he could smoke them, cook them, and eat them. He also kept saying, you don't need your ribs. Paige also claims that Army carved the letter A into her skin using a knife, saying it was extremely painful and later boasted about it to his friends. Internet sleuths have pointed out that Paige's body appeared to be covered in bruises on her back, legs, and breasts during the two months she was dating Army. Since then, Army has stepped away from his role opposite Jennifer Lopez in the upcoming film Shotgun Wedding, which he was set to begin production on immediately, but his role will now be recast. He said, quote, I am not responding to these bullshit claims, but in light of the vicious and spurious, good word, online attacks against me, I cannot in good conscience leave my children for four months to shoot a film in the Dominican Republic. Lionsgate is supporting me in this, and I am grateful to have them for that. Other women have now come forward stating that they received Instagram messages from ARMY's secret Finsta, or fake Insta, sharing graphic sexual fantasies going as far as cannibalism. In one instance, the actor appeared to write to a woman on the app that he is 100% a cannibal and desired to drink your blood. Good God. <clears throat> Annie, what do you think about all this? Is it real?
0: Um, I believe it is. Which I can't believe I have to say, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I've heard, and I've paid attention to some like gossip sites about this particular issue, and it seems that they have receipts to prove it. So, wow, yeah, that's a little crazy. Do
1: you think I, he? Was, oh, god!
0: Oh, no, no, no. Go ahead.
1: Do you think he was fired?
0: One hundred percent. I actually cannot believe that Lionsgate allowed him to make a statement,
1: or or allowed him to put them in his statement.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, that part of it shocks me. I will say I have heard that jo- uh, Josh Duhamel is is being cast in that part, yeah. which is a probably more appropriate a- actor. A- yeah. Um, no, this stuff is like really. Creepy. Aside from that statement, he or his team have not made any statements.
1: No, no. And I mean, also, like, how does he know you don't need your ribs? Has he been talking to Marilyn Manson? Like, he's not. Well, first of
0: all, that's not you absolutely need your ribs. That's what protects your internal organs. Right. I Like people, okay. I just can't. With
1: people. Okay, <laughs> here's, here's the only red flag to me is okay. Star Magazine. I mean, I know that I'm an industry insider. You know, you know that I've mentioned that on this podcast a lot. I'm an industry insider. I've worked in this in the, in the biz, but Star Magazine is like the bottom of the barrel when it comes to like divulging celebrity gossip. Like, here's my thing: if she has proof of, I mean, she has to have proof of the A being carved into her body. Which, by the way, like how like brand, like that's like branding branding a cattle. Like that is like property, disgusting.
0: Well, he is known, I think, among Hollywood to be into like BDSM.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, and clearly, he, clearly, <laughs> clearly. I mean,
0: cannibalism takes it to a whole new level, but I think that, because so that's from my own personal, I won't call it research because it's just come up like in my Instagram scrolls and then I go down a wormhole. It was not intentional, but from what I can tell, the reason that red flags were raised among him or like around him is because this girl came out and said that he raped her. Oh. So because they had kind of a BDSM relationship and he was like the dominant one and she was the submissive. But then I apparently in one of their sessions or whatever they call it um, there, she was calling the safe word and he wouldn't stop.
1: Oh my god.
0: And so that's where the it initially, like the story from again, this is just what I have drawn, and this is all alleged. Um, right. but that's what raised the flags initially. And then as more as like when Star Magazine went to her to get more statements, that's when she brought up the cannibalism. Mm-hmm. And there is seems to be proof of these messages and proofs and proof of his DMs from his finsta. That leads people to believe that they are real.
1: Did you see the Miss Cayman thing? There was Mm -hmm. a, there was, so I guess he was in the Cayman islands or whatever. And he, he posted on his Finsta that he was like, well, I guess my, like, Asshole wife won't bring my won't bring my kids down won't won't bring my kids to see me so I guess it's going I guess I'm gotta go back to the Caymans but I guess there are benefits to this like fucking Miss Cayman and it's like a girl it's like a you know uh, a woman uh, and like in in like lingerie on a bed on
0: on all fours
1: and he had to apologize for that he's like oh I'm really sorry to Miss Cayman like I didn't mean to.
0: Well, I did see that. So the initial video with that was leaked and it was him doing a tour of his hotel room. And this woman's on the bed and in lingerie on all fours. But he walks in and he's like, yeah, he's like giving a tour. And this was a video that was posted on his Finsta, but he's giving a tour. He's like, that's the bathroom. And I guess this is the closet. This is the bedroom. And he like... Girl, like you see her in the camera, yes, and he's like, yes, yes, everything looks normal here. And it's like, What, like, first of all, dude, loud, clearly he's a loser because yeah. only a loser would do shit like that,
1: right? Exactly. And why is he putting it on Instagram? Like, I don't care if it's a finsta, I mean, just because, just because it's private, you're a celebrity, <laughs>
0: like, that Things just seems get all the time.
1: Yeah, this just seemed that just doesn't seem smart at all. <laughs>
0: No, I did hear also that he orders steak like basically rare. I just don't
1: get the appeal with cannibalism and cannibalism, I mean, and at this degree seems like it is a power thing like this is seems like a power uh, well he
0: clearly uh, has some issues,
1: yeah, I wonder, yeah, I wonder what his background is because he didn't really start I mean, he didn't like get thrust. he would sound like he's a child actor, like not to throw them under the bus, but I mean it would make a little bit more sense if he was thrusted in the limelight or at an early age and just wasn't able to cope.
0: This I was... believe he comes from a lot of money. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause his grandpa, so his grandpa's name is. Did, Armin he, did, they, yeah.
1: did he invent baking soda?
0: No. So, but no. so that's actually where I was going with this. Um,
1: oh, sorry. Dang it. So
0: he, no, that, no, 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 that's okay. Sorry to step on um, that's Okay. Um, no, so his grandpa, he gets like, they, his grandpa used to get asked that all the time. If he was like the creator of Arm and Hammer, Arm and Hammer, I can't talk. Um, but, and no, he wasn't, but he was an original investor in it.
1: Oh, weird. It
0: was not named after him, but because of his name, they came to him and said, will you invest in this company?
1: Weird. Yeah. So, uh, um, hey, smart move by Arm and Hammer. I know. What do you use Seriously. baking soda for? What do you even use it for? I've never once. Literally like,
0: soda. Really?
1: Yes. And the only thing that I ever think about it is that people put it in with it in an open, they open it up and put it in the refrigerator. Like just yeah, right so I think on it. Can
0: help. It has like cleaning properties. Like it's a really good. Um, people put it on like chicken. It It's used in like baking. It's used, you know, in cooking, but then it's also good to clean with. And, right, and
1: baking soda, I guess.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: So but soda is sodium. Gosh, we could do a whole podcast about baking soda. I feel like let's
0: not actually. That can be that can be like you need to have a branch off podcast where you just talk about all the things that are boring that you want to talk about on here. <laughs> like you're like, the the like <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's still my favorite thing, like, guys, I really wanted to do a segment about the electoral college. Like, I wanted us to like really break down the electoral college, and Annie next mixed it so fast. She was like, "That is the mo- that sounds so boring, Bryce."
0: That is the dumbest thing we've ever talked about.
1: The yeah, most like, boring, like the most boring thing I've ever heard in my life.
0: <laughs> You're like, I really want to dig a deep dive into the electoral college, and I was like, "Fuck no."
1: I feel like I could not think of anything worse. <laughs> oh my
0: God. I still can't, honestly.
1: Well, I just think it. I I do think it's. I do think it's interesting that she didn't have a better. That she didn't have like a better. Like, why didn't People Magazine pick this up, or even TMZ? Like, unless Star Magazine is paying her a buttload of money, which is very plausible. Yeah, I'm just surprised that this wasn't a little bit more mainstream. Unless it is because Star Magazine is notorious for saying like sources say something. And then, mm-hmm. you know, with none of it, like a lot of, a lot of their story, I mean, some of their stories are true. I can't discount them, but a lot of times they're not.
0: I think people are really nervous to touch this story because it is so horrific.
1: Uh, that's, that's a really good point.
0: Like, I really think everyone's just kind of like, let's. I mean, this seems sledding. like
1: something that should be on like national geographic. Like this isn't something that's on. Right.
0: Well, and it very well could end up there. I would imagine, because we've not heard a statement from him or his team, other than the movie part, I would imagine that they're in, like, major crisis mode.
1: Definitely. There's definitely going to be a Lifetime movie about this, you know.
0: Oh, my God. That'll come out in, like, two weeks.
1: Do you think I could play Army Hammer? No. No. Dang it.
0: You could maybe play, like... um, you can maybe play like his second or third publicist.
1: <laughs> that is gonna be my big break.
0: <laughs> As Army Hammer's junior
1: third yeah. junior
0: publicist. Yeah. For his cannibal movie. Crisis. Who's gonna yeah. play
1: Army Hammer? It's gotta be somebody like Chad Michael Murray. Or like
0: <laughs> Oh my god. No, it'll be um
1: Oh shit! It'll be um, the twins. No, that would be a real that would be. A that real would be awesome. Moment.
0: No, do you remember the Lizzie McGuire show? Gordo? No, not Gordo. Okay. Ethan.
1: Oh yeah, Ethan definitely.
0: But this definitely. is what he looks like now. So like, if we grew his hair out, it could work.
1: Definitely. Oh yeah, he could totally play Army Hammer. Yeah. In the lifetime movie of his life. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, that's, man, that's, this is a, this will be an interesting story to watch unfold. I'm, I hope we don't talk about it ever again, though.
0: Same. (laughs) I mean, we make the decisions of what we talk about. And by (laughs) we, I mean you. So
1: I guess, I guess we could just collectively decide that we're never going to talk
0: about this again. Yeah. If you
1: guys want to hear more, let us know.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Otherwise, Bryce will just never put it in his plan again. (laughs) All right. Well, that's all the show we have. All right. Well, it was good to see you.
1: It was really nice to see you. Back
0: on the West Coast. Thank you. You're so welcome. Okay, guys, make sure you're following us on Instagram at nobody's pod at Annie underscore Wilk and at Bryce Advice. It's the same on TikTok. And then Twitter is at nobody's the pod. Same for our personals. You can always email us at noexpertallopinion at at gmail.com. And please, if you listen on itunes or apple Podcasts, please leave us a five-star review
1: thanks guys please wear a mask we hope you have an amazing weekend
0: and more importantly a mediocre week thanks guys the nobody's podcast is produced by me annie wilkinson and bryce mcclay
1: It is recorded remotely in small, crummy apartments in the San Fernando Valley.
0: Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.